Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. This is Kelly Dean and welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast and I'm super excited for our interview today with our client Sheila and our client is actually a client but also a professional. Um, She's a doula and um, I'm excited for her to share her story. So thanks for being with us Sheila. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. I I love seeing that sunshine in the background. (laughs) Um, it makes me a little jealous. Um, okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell me, um, you know, tell us just, uh, how you started looking for the tummy team, just a little bit about your story. Okay. So I was an athlete growing up. I was a gymnast, a very competitive high level gymnast. And I had, so I was always very athletic and in shape. And I had my first baby at 31. And, you know, interestingly enough, one of the first questions people started asking me is, do you have your body back yet? And that question always confused me because then I had a newborn and I was thinking like, I'm never going to have my body back. Now I have a baby. (laughs) It's like, it was a really interesting um, contemplation for me. And so very quickly after two years later, I had my second baby and, um, with my second pregnancy, I had a lot of health issues. I was anemic. I was um, working a lot. I was chasing around a toddler. I just, I think I really stressed out my body. And I, my, my first birth was a home birth and it was lovely. And my second baby, um, I'm not sure about this, but I think I probably had some sort of gestational diabetes or something because she was very big. And I I just don't think it was caught by my midwife. Um, So my second baby ended up, I'm a a kind of tiny person and she was a nine pound, three ounce baby. And so what? I said yowzers. Yes. (laughs) So um, both of my births were natural home births and they were lovely. And, uh, but I gained a lot of weight, especially with that second pregnancy. And, and I always had issues afterwards with my belly. And, and I always trace it back to that question of, do you have your body back yet? And I, I did not. I didn't even recognize my body at that point anymore. And, um, you know, but you had, I had two babies. So I was just chasing after them. And I was trying to do all sorts of sit-ups and frustrated with myself. I couldn't lose weight. I had this big, poochy belly. and um, It took three years before a chiropractor finally told me about diastasis recti and said, you know, you need to look into this. He had six kids of his own, so he knew what to look for. And um, even though I had been a client of his since the beginning and taken my babies there, he took him three years to say anything and mention it. So as soon as I heard that word, I had never heard it before. Nobody had ever uh, talk to me about that, or I didn't even know this was a thing about your abdominal muscles separating. So I immediately uh, got on Google, started Googling it, searching. There wasn't a lot of information at the time. This was about 12 years ago. Um, there wasn't a lot. So I found a, an online program. I ordered a DVD. I started doing the exercises, and um, 
I have to say the biggest thing that helped me was the splint. Like I splinted my, my middle for at least three months, I think continually and healed in that journey. It was awesome. (laughs) So, So I healed myself and then started realizing women everywhere are going through this and nobody's talking about it. So just kind of. And so that program, that that first program you did was not our program, right? You did Tupler? That that was the Tupler program. And it was the only thing I found at the time. And uh, Julie Tupler had a bunch of videos out. So I I never, um, all I did was order her DVD and watch a few videos and just did the exercises and did the splits. So I never did a really deep dive until a few years later when I became a doula and realized that so many women are suffering with this and don't really, just like me, who don't realize. And so then I found you and and wanted to do your program specifically around pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum periods. Um, And so did some of your courses after that just to be a better professional birth worker. You know, we we have a similar story in the fact that uh, I would say about 12 years ago, I figured out that I had a diastasis and I had I had heard the word, but it, it never really registered. And I was a PT um, and there wasn't a lot out there. And I found Julie Tupler as well. And she is the was the only person doing anything that made any kind of sense. And she um, really influenced me on how to rehab your core because um, the physical therapists in my world and in my community didn't know anything about it. And I didn't work in this type of physical therapy at the time. I was more of a brain injury stroke rehab specialist at the time. Um, And so, but we didn't learn it in school. And the more I, my body responded really well too. Like I had a severe, a six finger wide diastasis and I responded, I got it from a six to a three finger pretty quickly just by not do, doing the crunches and the sit-ups and the stuff that I did as an athlete, right? Yeah. Just eliminating that, splinting and learning where my transverse was, was just mind boggling to me. And I went on a journey as well. Like I started telling my girlfriends about it because I didn't really work with clients that had this, but because I worked with older people um, and I... <laughs> All of my girlfriends were struggling with it, all of them. And I, I was like, what is happening? And I really went on a journey of like, oh, they would start asking me questions like, well, can you help me fix my stomach like you fixed yours? So I started getting additional education and diving deeper and trying to figure out all the pieces that were connected to it. And one of my girlfriends was like, it's like you have a little tummy team. She made that joke. And that's the name of my business now, right? It was like that was where it started, where you have like this aha moment where you start healing yourself and you realize that other people, it shouldn't be so hard. There shouldn't be one person on the internet um, and one course, one DVD for you to get. And now, you know, 12 years later, there's a lot of people doing this work, which makes me very excited. I'm not, um, I'm not competitive in that way where I'm competing against other programs. I feel like I do what we provide at the tummy team is very um, natural and feels very um, intuitive to how my body, how I learn and how I um, have, you know, kind of healed and helped people heal. And that's what I share. So when you started 
you looked at being a becoming a doula and you started realizing I don't want people to go through what I went through. There's got to be another way. Um, so, so when it sounds like you weren't really concerned about it being online, that's one of the questions I ask a lot of people, because a lot of times when you've seen somebody in person, you're like, Oh, I need to go and see a physical therapist. But since you were kind of coming in at, and you'd already done something online and you were kind of coming in at, into it, looking at how do I gather more information? Maybe the online component was good for you. Well, at the time, it was good. I was in a very rural area where nobody would have heard of this. There was no practitioners doing this. And when I discovered um, from my own healing process what was going on, I went back to that same chiropractor. I said, we need to tell more people. We need to pair up. We need to get the word out. We need to be doing this. And he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Be careful who you tell because the doctors will not support you. And I said, what do you mean? We should go to the OBs and we could go. We, we, cause it's a small town. We had a lot of connections in that world. And, and, um, he knew people, I knew people. I said, we should do a seminar. We should get the word out. And he said, they will not support you. And in fact, they will get in your way because they will want to do surgery and you, they will see you as a competitor, uh, for or, or taking their surgical clients. Uh, and so, and I, which, didn't occur to me. I thought everybody's going to want to hear about this. Women are struggling all over. And he said, don't start going around to the doctors because they're not going to support you. It's not going to be helpful. You'll waste your time. And I, I was really shocked by that, but he was right. He was completely right that the, the OBs and the doctors in the area would have preferred to refer to a surgeon than to he and I. Um, so that's, that's so discouraging, but it's, yeah. it's, I think actually everybody everybody that has any kind of professional component or even just clients that don't have a professional background, the first thing is like, why don't the doctors know? Why don't the doctors know? And, and that's where every, and everybody will come to me. You need to talk to the doctors. You need to be talking to the doctors. And I have that same feeling. But what I've learned is that I don't blame the doctors because historically there hasn't been a very effective treatment plan via physical therapy. And if they had sent people to physical therapists that knew nothing like me, knew nothing about it, and like all of my colleagues that knew nothing about DR, they would have said they don't know what to do there. They learned that they didn't know what to do there. And they, they even though the surgical outcomes aren't great, um, and they're not, they're not even right for most people, um, that's just the training they had. This has been successful, so this is where we're going to go. Um, so I don't blame them, but what I have learned is that every client that we see, we encourage them to go and tell the people that had tried to help them or that had told them something and say, and then have them say, Hey, remember when you saw my diastasis and you said surgery was the only answer? Look, I did this rehab process and now check my stomach. And now like, and, and I think the more people, the more real clients that doctors see the change in, the more they're going to be like, oh, there's a new way. Oh, there actually are specialists that do this. But I feel like we could get very discouraged kind of beating our head against the wall, against the system. And instead, we need to just look at, there are a lot of people that want this information. Let's give it to the people that are hungry for the information instead of trying to force feed the people that aren't aren't open to it yet. And right. it is making a difference. It is shifting things. And the reality is 
you might just find one OB that is on your team. You know, you have a client that had really traumatic births in the past and then worked with you and had a beautiful birth and you have an in with that doctor now, that one doctor can change the whole atmosphere in your whole community. So, you know, we just hope for those things. We actually did have a few uh, a few years after I had that conversation with the chiropractor, we had a wonderful physical therapist who moved into the area and she was actually um, a client of mine first and then which just turned out to be an amazing physical therapist. So her and I would just refer back and forth and I would send all my DR clients to her because I knew she was just way more professionally trained than I was and she got it and she was excellent at working with people. So um, I felt really like she was part of my team. Like I, we would send people back and forth all the time and I would always tell people about her and she ended up, um, I don't know how she's doing now because I moved, but she had twins. So I bet she had some DR issues after that, but she knew what to do. She was just awesome. And she knew your stuff and she was really good about helping women. So I ended up referring to her a lot when I, whenever I met anybody and um, she was awesome. So Um, what, so, so which courses have you done with the tummy team? Um, it, it was a lot of years ago, so I, I'd have to go back and look, but I believe you guys had a prenatal and a postpartum class. And I think I did yeah. both of those. Prenatal yeah. core training and core yeah. foundations. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so because your personal journey was, uh, not during pregnancy, was an after pregnancy. Um, what did you find? What, what was different about our approach postpartum? than the approach that you had done to heal your stomach. What what did you see that was different with the tummy team? Okay, so the the best thing I learned from the tummy team was how early you should start this process because I just learned um, through my research on the internet, you have a DR and here's how you heal it. Pretty straightforward. It was a more... Um, body mechanics approach rather than a body changing, you know, when your body changes so much just through pregnancy, childbirth, and the months following. And so what I learned is how early you can start this. I told people to start it before they even get pregnant, because the more you can get your body ready for that process. And then of course, I work with people to train them for childbirth and saying, this is not something that's going to happen to you. This is something that you can be in control of and be proactive about rather than reactive. And so I tell people to find you the moment they want to conceive and then to start doing the exercises because not only does it help, quote unquote, get your body back, which I don't like that phrase, but <laughs> um, it, hel- it helps with childbirth so much. And if people know their body and they're in tune to what's happening and they can strengthen those muscles ahead of time, they have such an easier time in childbirth. And if I can convey that message, the birth outcomes are better, the postpartum outcomes are better, and the healing is so much easier overall. Like I said, I went through three years of not knowing what was happening to me and just kind of struggling and nursing and feeling bad and eating badly. And I don't want anybody to have to go through that. If they can be more proactive on the front end, it makes everything so much easier later on so yeah and and it's honestly and we say this a lot on our podcast make people maybe get sick of it it's honestly not that hard what we're going to ask them to do it's much more about awareness 
and connection. And everybody that has done our postpartum work says, oh, I wish I knew this when I was pregnant. And everybody that does our pregnant work says, oh, I wish I knew this before I was pregnant, you know? And so you're right. This, this is just knowledge of your body. We don't have to wait until our body falls apart to address an issue, which is how our healthcare is. It's not preventative. It's very reactionary. Like, oh, well, now I'm falling apart. Now I need to backtrack and fix some things. But what if we thought, oh, I am going to build a human being in my body and push it out of my vagina. Maybe I should prepare myself physically for that transformation. You know, like, like what it, when you say it like that, you're like, oh yeah, maybe we should do something about that. And, and a lot of people are having their babies older um, and they've developed kind of some sedentary poor posture habits going into their pregnancy and maybe even some poor fitness strategies going into their pregnancy. And um, the body, the body has like an ideal alignment where everything works well and works together, but it's elusive to a lot of people. So that's a big portion of what, you know, it's so much education or courses are, but I feel like it's empowering education. It's validating and it gives you strategies that are really doable, right? It's not, it, it's, it's not, um, we're going to tell you to be at the gym, you know, 10 hours a week. That's not what we're doing here. And, and I just, I tell people, it just takes a few minutes every day to prepare yourself. It's not a big commitment. It's not, but it just made, makes a world of difference. And again, I, I mean, I witness as a doula, I, I specialize in postpartum. So I, the other thing I want to say is, even if somebody doesn't prepare for pregnancy and childbirth, the minute your baby's born, your uterus is contracting again. And so you can use your own body to do some of these, these things. Um, e- even the splits and the belly wraps, those are ancient practices that go really far back in Native cultures where they wrap women's bodies to heal that intentionally. And I, we Just don't have every culture. Every yeah. culture in the world, except for America, wraps bellies after postpartum. And it's in when you say ancient, it's not ancient like it's archaic, like it's outdated. It's wow. ancient because it is a tried and true, like it's kind of like if somebody really sprained their ankle really bad and still needed to walk around to care for their family, we would put an ace wrap on that ankle. Right. And we wouldn't we wouldn't shame them for that. It wasn't because they wanted their ankle to look skinny. You know, it's because oh, people needed exactly. support while they were doing the life that their family demanded them to do. And then but if, at the same time, if you did that ace wrap super tight and you never took it off, well, yeah, that ankle's never going to heal right. So so there's splinting is so helpful, but there is there is a way to do it and there is a method to it um, that I think that once people understand that it's less, I I don't know. I think our culture in America is, does things to, to look skinny, but not necessarily to, to heal our bodies. And the other cultures are more about healing the mama and less about looking skinny. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and I don't think along those same lines, I don't think that people think of the long-term consequences because you're right. They're thinking I'm going to be skinny and get my body back. That's not the goal. The goal is 
overall long longevity and health over time. And I think if women can realize that immediately during, well, before, during, and after childbirth, into their 50s, 60s, 70s, they're going to have greater overall health. And I don't think people make that connection between they might be having babies in their 20s and 30s, what their body is going to be capable of when they're 60 or 70. And we're missing that gap in our culture. Right. Um, and, and, and that's what we often say, like, I want you to be strong enough to be the mother, the whole life of your kid's life, and then to be a really active grandmother. You know, like, I mean, we are short sighted when we're young, because we feel invincible until something breaks, right? Um, but, and I don't want, I don't want to take that youthful optimism away from people. But I do want to be realistic about the actual physical demands of mother, not just of birth, not just of the pregnancy and the delivery, but of the postpartum period. And and also, like, my, I'm, I'm far past the postpartum period. My kids are teenagers now and young adults. There's an emotional um, endurance portion at this stage of parenting that you need physical strength to be able to do. So, so really getting people to recognize that this is, this is a form of self-care and, and really feeding your body in a way that's going to not feel broken, but feel prepared for what's coming ahead. So can I tell you the coolest part about my healing journey? Sure. So when I started on this, like I said, my, my youngest daughter was three years old. So I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And at the time, as you can probably imagine, I was just being run ragged. I was working. I was chasing these kids around. My body wasn't in optimal health. And as I started healing my DR, what started happening is, um, here, here's how I want to say it in the, in the most clear way. My boundaries in every area of my life got stronger. So I was really healing myself from the inside out. And when I looked at that symbolism of the core, it provided me a strength of character and a strength emotionally that I did not previously have. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It allowed me to be a stronger mother, set boundaries with my family, and heal myself, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It provided such a strength. Like I, I looked at um, my posture change. I held myself differently. I held my head up. My back was straight. And I had, I found a strength inside of me emotionally that I didn't previously have. And I, I attribute it to, to literally a boundary over my, um, it, it was like a protective boundary that allowed me to get really strong, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And I think that was the, to me, why I wanted to come on this podcast is to express like, and that's exactly what I needed to be a mother, not just giving birth to my child, not just making sure that they were fed and clothed, but to be the to have the strength to be able to raise them as strong girls. I think that was mm -hmm. such an important part of my healing process. Actually. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, there's a confidence that comes with feeling centered and grounded and connected. And um, I remember, I remember how when I didn't have that. Yes. I remember that season of um, having babies and I had a long 
fertility, infertility um, thing, a long season of that. And I remember that person and it's not who I am now. What's interesting is my kids only know this version of me. They only know this strong, um, confident, connected, grounded person. And I love that. I, I mean, I tell them about that other person because I don't, I want them to know it was a journey, but, um, but I, I love that. And, you know, our logo, the tummy team logo is, um, is a tree, right? And it's a grounded kind of a grounded, the trunk being the core. And then, and then the, the, it, it's a tree, but it also looks like a woman with her arms up, you know, in victory and all the leaves and all the, the branches, like being able to flow out from her because she has a solid, solid core. And, and I picked that logo, that logo meant something to me because it is, I, I want us to not feel like we're being blown around by every wind and every emotion and every dramatic thing that happens with two young girls in your home. Right. And you feeling really grounded and stable in, in the essence of who you are. And there is this connection between our physical self and our emotional or spiritual self. And, and I feel like it all interplays. And we talk about this a lot in our course. And it's probably the thing that most people mention um, when they meet with me is they had no idea how this disconnected part of their body had influenced the whole way they felt about themselves and the whole way that they had been interacting in the world. Because when you're feeling unstable like that, you also are fearful. You're afraid to do stuff. You you hold back, you know, for, for valid reasons, right? And so I, I love that you shared that. That was really powerful. Yes, I have. You know, when you think of in the in the animal world, the, the most vulnerable spot is your belly for, for a, any kind of animal. And to strengthen that really gave me a, a newfound sense of confidence and I felt much less vulnerable in the world because I had that strength and I had that protection. I looked at it as like a protection, like I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to protect myself. And then I can be that mom reaching out with all the leaves to help other people. Mm -hmm. But it had to start with my core because before I did that, I was, I was being blown around by everybody in my life and not feeling strong enough to say no, not having feeling strong enough to set boundaries. And I tell you that, that, journey was so powerful for me. So I appreciate that you talk about that in your class and that you talk about it with all your women, because it just really, that's what gives you the strength to be a mother. And yes. a long yeah. journey, it's yeah. a beautiful journey, but we need to be mothers and grandmothers and show our kids that strength. And I think it just really, to me, really went down to a cellular level of healing that core. What's the core? Who are you at your core? is the question I would ask myself through that process of healing. And it was, it was just awesome. And I still do the exercises to this day. I still split my belly a lot of times if I'm feeling like I need that at night. Um, so it really just um, has become a habit and a part of my everyday life as, as somebody who struggled previously with having a strong core, not, not physically, because again, I was an athlete. I had a very strong core before my babies. Um, but, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, 
who am I at my core was the question I really needed to get to. And it was yeah. very profound. It was a very yeah. profound. And, and unexpected in, in the journey, right? Very unexpected. Um, I, I have had many a conversation with a client that they're like, I came to you for this, but I'm actually getting all of this other stuff. And I had like, I'm getting a full body makeover and a full life, you know? And I was like, I I can't take credit for that. This is the design of the body. And I'm just trying to help people not settle for less than how our body was designed to work for us and, um, and giving them those tools. And, and, you know, one of the, one of our little, you know, slogans is, you know, we want you to be strong for the life you were meant to live, you know, and, and really looking, you know, the, the length of your life, but also the quality of the life, the type of life. And that strength is far more than physical, but it's, it kind of starts physical, right? Um, when you start with that physical grounding, it kind of moves forward. What, what I have, I have a question about you and then I have another question for, for the people you see um, in your in your work, but what is your current routine right now? You said you still do some exercises. You still splint intermittently. Um, what are some of the things that are like your kind of go-to self-care things that you do related to core? Okay. So I, I do still have a splint that I use. Um, again, the, the other thing I want to tie this into for myself is diet, because I realize if if I get stressed out, the first thing to go out the window is my diet and I want to reach for the sugar and I want to reach for the carbs and I want to reach for all the things that I know make me ungrounded and make my belly feel terrible, right? But I'm a stress eater, so I reach for those things right away. So I notice um, if I can control my diet, I can control how my core feels, how my belly feels, how my overall strength, because again, that's related to your immune system and everything else in there. When you start eating sugar and eating terribly, your immune system plummets. So to me, it's still all very much ties together. So that's where I always start is with diet. How's my diet? How am I taking care of myself in that way? That's the first layer of self-care that I know if that gets out of balance, everything's going to go south real fast. So including my mental health. So I always start with diet first and make sure that's clean and I'm eating really well. And the biggest one, nobody likes to hear this is no sugar because that's still to this day, even though I heal, you know, quote unquote, healed my DR many years ago, I, I still notice my diet affects it. If I don't, that's the first the area. Sugar is an inflammatory. It, it causes inflammation and inflammation can cause a, a place that was, it can magnify the weakness of a previous injury. Exactly. Yeah. So I do that. Um, my daughters have gotten into aerial silks. So I have an aerial. I know it's super fun. Uh, an aerial silks routine where I do work on my core and just intentionally try to keep that area really strong. And then I do the splinting when I feel like I need it. And when I say when I need it, that could be a physical need or an emotional need. It's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, getting a little hug or just, like a weighted blanket. <laughs> support, right? I look at it as like, I need extra support right now. So, um, so those are the things that I do now. I just try to really pay attention. It's like almost like my belly is my uh, indicator, my Geiger counter, you know, is it, are things 
do I feel strong and solid and grounded in my life or do I not? And the first place I'll feel it is my belly to this day. So again, mm-hmm. I look at diet, I look at exercise, I look at stress, where am I stressed? Because my belly will tell me right away that something's yeah. out of balance. So, and not in, a, not in an obsessed way, like, oh, yeah. my belly, you know, but in a way like this is, you have learned that um, your connection there and and how you feel about your groundedness there is a reflection of other things. So you're using that awareness as a as a um, you know you respond to it. I, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about um, listening to your body and responding appropriately, not in a shaming way, not in a condemning way, but in a what is my body? When is my body um, working optimally? And how can I help the conditions to you know be a partner to my body instead of being the enemy of my body and my body's my enemy and we're fighting against each other in this wrestling match our whole life. Instead, like let's think about how we can nurture and support and what environments do I do best in. And that is different for everybody. Some people are like, you know, posture is the biggest thing for me. These stretches were the biggest thing for me. You know, it's different for each person. And so that's one of the reasons why I asked that question when you are with, um, so you're you do mostly postpartum doula now. Do you do a lot of births? Or um, do you do- when I lived in Illinois, I did a lot of births. I moved to Texas about a year and a half ago, and I don't have the support to go out at night or anything like that to go to a birth. So I haven't been doing births in Texas. I just do postpartum, but that's really my love. It's postpartum. That's how I always I started out. I love helping moms learn to breastfeed. I love just help. I love watching mothers become mothers. It's just the most precious process. So um, that's that's what I mostly focus on is the postpartum period. And that could be up to a year. I mean, I work with clients um, from birth and on as much as they need. I help with weaning and everything. So um, just to really be a support to women, they need it. They need I it think that's support. awesome. And I think that that newborn stage, whether it's your first baby or your fifth baby, um, is overwhelming and exhausting and you can lose track of, you can lose perspective um, and you can um, get kind of caught up in the nuances of stuff and not realize how long you've been sitting in a kidney bean posture, like trying to get the baby to latch on or, you know, how much you've been clenching your jaw every time the baby cries or, you know, all of these things. And so to have an external person that can come in like a breath of fresh air and kind of give you the support and encouragement and have the tools to do that can be super important. We, we feel like those newborn parenting postures that we go over with all of our clients are lifesavers and not to be like, you have to sit like this every time you nurse, but just understanding in general, the repetition of that newborn care and how it can work for you or it can really sabotage you and, and giving, giving the mom, because really what you are doing as a doula is you're supporting the mom, whereas everybody wants to help with the baby, but the mom needs a support system. You need somebody to say, it's okay for you to take a bath. (laughs) It's okay for you to take a shower, you know? Yeah. Yes. And I bet you hear this a million times a day, but I, really wish I had found you before I had my babies because I would have gone through that process so differently and really cared for myself in a different way with my own children. And now, because I didn't have you and I didn't know until later, now I hope I can turn around and at least pass that on 
to other women. You absolutely are. You absolutely are. And that's the thing is um, I, a lot of people do say that. And I, and I always encourage them. I like me too. I didn't know this until after my last baby was born. Right. And, but, but look at the influence I've had on generations of mothers, right? So you take your journey and you pass it forward, pass it forward to your girls, you pass it forward to your clients, your girlfriends, your sisters. Um, You know, we're, we're a community of women that we've lost some of that community. Um, It's been, it's been damaged a little bit, um, but we need it. We need that community of support more than comparison, you know, and of, of that passing down of information. Um, Not all of us had mothers that were able to pass that down. So we can mother each other, you know, and, and be that support system. And I think that that's what you're doing. And I think it's lovely. Thank you. I think what you're doing is lovely as well. And it's just, it's so needed in the world. So thank you for all your work. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. It's been such a great, I, it's just been, we could talk for a really long time. It's been a really great conversation. And I feel like people are going to really um, resonate with your story and, and just the hope that is clearly comes from your story. So thank you so much for taking the time with, for being with us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was very fun. And it was very nice to meet you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And if you have questions or want to learn more about what we do at the Tummy Team, check out our website, thetummyteam.com. And we'll have some podcast notes about Sheila and about some of the stuff she shared today um, on the website as well. So I hope you are doing well wherever you are, and we will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.